Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Motherhood is a special calling. It's a sacrificial calling. I was reading some funny plaques reflecting on motherhood. And, you know, since I'm not a mom, I get most of my information from plaques and stores. Well, here's one I read. I never know what to say when people ask me what my hobbies are. I mean, I'm a mom. I enjoy trips to the bathroom alone and silence. Here's another. I don't want to sleep like a baby. I want to sleep like my husband. Or here's one. My kid is turning out to be exactly like me. Well played, karma. Well played. Okay, seriously. We love you mothers and grandmothers, and we celebrate you and the investment in our lives that you've made. If you're sitting in your living room, maybe you can hear all the cars honking their horns right now from our drive-in service in appreciation of you. Please know, I know for some Mother's Day is a hard day. It's a reminder of a loss in your life, a loss of a child or a mom, or a relationship that you wished you had but never did. For some, you would love to be a mom, but you haven't been able to. Please know that this pain is real and God wants you to experience his closeness to you today, that unconditional love he has for you. So I'm so glad that you chose to be here today. Nonetheless, Mother's Day is a day worth honoring because motherhood is one of the hardest jobs in the universe. Now, I didn't read that on a plaque. I watched my wife, Tisa, over the past 35 years love and pour into our, and develop servant leaders in our family. She has taught me a lot and I honor you today, Tisa. So a lot of what I'm gonna to share today, I just got from her. Now, I know that uh, in this crisis that we've been experiencing, moms, your job has got even, become even harder. And those extra duties are putting stress on you and your family. And I wanna encourage you today, and let me just start by bringing you back to the big picture, the 30,000 foot view, that we're in this for the long haul, and you are making a difference in the life of your children. Maybe you can't see it right now, but your sacrifices, your love, your patience, your input, yes, even your discipline is making a difference. I mean, sometimes it's the seed that's planted that one day will emerge into a large tree. It's often in the hidden places of sacrifice the greatest fruit will be grown. It's in the mundane, day in and day out, of being faithful that God is working, laying a solid foundation that will last a lifetime. Moms, you matter to God, and you are uniquely positioned to be the most influential person in the life of your child. Those long conversations in the car, between activities, they make a difference. Mom, those bedside chats about boys and girls, they make a difference. When you pack their lunches and put that little note in there, uh, to, for them to take to school, that makes a difference. And when you help them with your math problems, even though you have no idea what you're doing, you are making a difference. When you bring your kids to church week after week, you're making a difference. And you make a difference with the countless things you do every day for your children. You're making an investment in their lives that will reap huge dividends for generations to come. Why? Because when God wants to do something great in the world, he doesn't send an earthquake, he doesn't stir up a tornado, he doesn't erupt a volcano, he sends a child. But before he sends in a child, he finds a woman to be a mom to that child. 
When God needed Moses, he found a Hebrew slave girl living by the banks of the Nile to be his mother. When God needed an Abraham Lincoln, he found a poor, illiterate Virginia farm girl by the name of Nancy Hanks to be his mother. When God needed a Martin Luther King Jr., he reached down and found the daughter of a poor black preacher in Atlanta, Georgia, by the name of Alberta Williams. When God wanted a George Washington, he chose a single mother to raise him. When God needed a savior for the world, he found a young Jewish girl living on the backside of an empire to be the mother of the Son of God, the savior of the world. And just in case you think you need to be faultless or pure, when God needed a Boaz as a redeemer, he chose a former prostitute by the name of Rahab. Yes, God even uses our mistakes, those things in our past, that he brings redemption because that's the hope of the gospel. Scripture is true when it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. See, God works all things together for good. Even our mistakes can become testimonies of God's grace because we're all trophies of his grace. But it'd be a mistake to think that it's only those who passed on their physical DNA. There's a spiritual DNA that can be passed on too. And there are women of faith who mentor boys and girls, men and women, to become strong in their faith and their leadership. Some of the strongest leaders that I've ever worked with have been women. Women make great leaders. There was a woman named Joe Nelson who led me to saving faith in Christ. A woman named Ruth was the first one who taught me to read the Bible. A woman named Rose Gray was that spiritual mentor to teach me how to pray. A woman by the name of Ann Roth empowered me as a leader of leaders. You don't have to be someone's blood relative to make a deep deposit into another person's life. And you don't have to birth a child to be, participate in a new birth. Thank God for the women who have stepped up to say, here am I, God, use me. Now, let me give you another encouragement. And it's not just for moms or for women, it's for the whole family. And that is that we need to appreciate mothers. I was just talking to Tisa preparing for this message and we agreed more than anything, moms need to feel appreciated. Appreciation, we all want it, we all need it. We all have to have it to survive emotionally. It's the way that we're wired. God made us that way. Proverbs 12, 25 says, worry weighs a person down, but an encouraging word cheers a person up. I love encouragement and we all need it. Appreciation is an expression of admiration or approval or gratitude. Yet many moms wonder, does my family appreciate me? Husbands, kids, one of the greatest gifts you can give your mom or the mother of your children, your wife, is a gift of sincere, genuine appreciation. It's that emotional fuel that's essential for the journey. And regular refuelings of encouragement, affirmation are needed all of the time. You know, one of my favorite books in the Bible is the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament. I love the book of Proverbs because it's 31 short chapters and you can read each one in a couple of minutes. In the last chapter of Proverbs, chapter 31, there's this detailed description of this amazing woman. She is described as a wonderful homemaker. She's a spark, 
smart and savvy business uh, woman. Sometimes when reading that chapter of this amazing woman, it's like, who is that? I can't live like that. I can't be that person. But you know, the telling phrase of Proverbs 31 is found down in the lower section of the passage. It says that this woman, this wonderful woman, this amazing woman, who's a wonderful mom at home, a businesswoman, how does this woman lead so well? It says, her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. I think the reason why she's such a wonderful woman is that her family recognizes and appreciates her value on a regular basis. You see, this isn't so much about just lifting up the ideal wife or mother. This is about a husband and children of a woman, woman who deeply appreciates her and expresses it regularly. Husbands, if you want a Proverbs 31 wife, you need to be a Proverbs 31 husband. Moms, we love you. We appreciate you. And we don't say it enough. We don't say it well enough, but you are loved. Here's a third encouragement for moms. Moms, you got to let go of the super mom myth. What's a super mom? Super mom is a woman who has a full-time job, attends all of her kids' activities, is a fabulous cook, good housekeeper, glamour ready all of the time, never misses a church service. And what do we call these kinds of moms? Non-existent. You know, there is a tug of war going on in the hearts and minds of so many moms trying to figure out what is my role in trying to be a good mom? What should I do? What's right? What's wrong? Should I be a stay-at-home mom? Should I be a working outside the home kind of mom? Should I homeschool or send my kids to Christian school or public school? There's this tug of war in the heart. And some of you who have been homeschooling for the very first time, you're like, don't worry, Mike, I got that figured out. Schools come back. Motherhood, it's a full-time job. As one mom said, if motherhood was going to be easy, it would never have started with something called labor. And yet there has never been more moms working outside the home in the marketplace. Nearly three-fourths of women with children are drawing a paycheck of some kind for something that they're doing outside the home. And with that comes a huge struggle. I mean, most moms struggle with the balance of time and priorities, struggling with guilt. They have guilt for leaving their children to go to work, or they feel guilty if they leave their work to be at home with their kids. There's some moms who wish they didn't have to work, and then there are others who wish they could go to work sometimes. The Bible doesn't prescribe a one-size-fits-all role for moms. There's not just one ideal model for motherhood. There are all kinds of moms in the Bible. Just be who God has called you to be and know that God has not called you to be a super mom. You are imperfect. You're limited in your ability to know everything, do everything, be at every game, and never make a mistake. Give yourself some grace. Why? Because God does. The Apostle Paul said this about himself, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. The less I have, the more I depend on him. And when Paul asked for more superpowers to be super strong, God said this. He said, my grace is all you need. For my, in my power, you are strong. You don't have to be a super mom. 
Just be the mom that God made you to be. Accept your limitations and rely on God's power and his grace to help you through every single day. Okay, here's the last encouragement. Being a mom is not easy. There are days, I'm sure, when you feel maybe you've messed up, you've blown it. You've, you've got a regret. Other days, maybe you feel like a total failure. Or there are times when you feel lonely. And I want you to know when those times comes, and they come to every person, I want you to know you are loved by God. And when you feel unlovable, and you feel like no one loves you or remembers you, remember God never stops loving you. God says this to you from Isaiah 54. For though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken. There's nothing you can do that will shake his love off of you. When you feel like you don't measure up, when you feel unforgivable, when you have a hard time forgiving yourself, remember God's mercy never ceases. Remember, nothing can come between you and God's love. It's not based on your performance. His love is unconditional. That means you can't earn it. You can only receive it. The Apostle Paul said it this way in Romans. He said, who would dare even point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life with us, is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way, not trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. You are loved by God. It's what will get you through those hard days. If you forget everything else, remember you're loved by him. And if you are loved by him, what else matters? If you are appreciated by your family, if you don't have to be a super mom, just to be the person God has made you to be and to remember the difference you're making in the life of your children and those spiritual moms, the difference you're making in the life of those young people that you're developing. Moms, we are thankful for you. And I wanna pray for you right now and offer up a prayer to God for you. And if you're sitting next to your mom or grandmother or the mother of your kids, would you just reach over, hold her hand, or put your arm around her as we pray right now together. God, thank you for your amazing grace that settles the whole issue of trying to be good enough, of trying to perform, of trying to measure up to our own expectations or somebody else's. God, I receive your grace today. I receive that unmerited favor that just settles that issue. God, thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you for going to the cross and dying for me and then becoming that perfect father in my own life. Lord, empower me today to be the person you want me to be for my kids, for my family, and for this world. God, we thank you for every mother, for every grandmother. We bless them today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, I want to invite you to stick around for this next song as we continue to worship God together. And again, happy Mother's Day.
together even when I don't see it. Even when I don't see it, you're working. 
that song, let it be a breath of fresh air to us. As we breathe out those words and as we breathe in the promise that you have for us, let us feel renewed and joyful and trusting in your plan, Jesus. Create in me a new heart, a clean heart, a fresh heart that seeks you daily, Lord, that knows that you are my way maker. You have a plan for me and it is laid out before me. Jesus, we love you and we trust you in that promise that you deliver to us every day, Lord. Create in me, create in us a clean heart. We love you. It's in your holy name we pray these things, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Join us next week at either 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. for our services here at Church Online.